Welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, I have somebody who's uh, amazing and I love, and I will let you know why you're going to discover why the name of her company. Oh my God, I would wish to have that name seriously. So we're going to get started by saying who she is. This is Christine Kodensky, and she was a designer, uh, started as a designer first, then she moved on to a sales and marketing administrator. Then marketing director, very nice, then moved to be a manager, trainer, on webmaster, and print designer, which is pretty cool because when you're thinking about the webmaster and a print designer, it's like, oh my goodness, creativity at its best. Then moved to be a pre-media director, and then a director of positive thinking. I like that. To finally, finally, that's why she's here today. She is the owner of Midnight Design and Promos. That's what I said, Midnight Design. I love that name. It's like beautiful. Hi, Kristen. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. <laughs> I know. It's like a full mouth of Emma talking, it's like blah, blah, blah. But okay, first, before we get started, how did you come up with the name Midnight Design? Well. I have a thing for the moon and the Renaissance Festival and all that personally, but um, I went, you know, went to college for communication design and I got a job in a big ad agency in Baltimore, Axiom Communications, and they were nice enough to give me some of their smaller clients. So I freelanced and I was like, I had this thing, Lady Midnight, Midnight Design, I'm working late at night. And even when you own your own company, I still work late at night. <laughs> so <laughs> it's basically burning the midnight oil and everything. And I put my love for the Renaissance and the night and uh, and midnight design came about. So I, li- I like that. You could have called it burning midnight oil, but <laughs> <laughs> people will probably say, oh, so you're working for the oil and gas company? I'm like, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just not doing this. Well, a lot of so- people think I like do lingerie too and, and night stuff and I'm like no no <laughs> I like to I, to be honest with you I love you know if you do I, I think I mentioned that to you if you want to do a lingerie thing it would be nice because midnight design is a beautiful name I don't know why but it's a gorgeous name so that's why I'm like mine is pretty much boring it's EDG and associate with EDG are my initials <laughs> so I didn't know when that deep to figure it out I'm like, yeah I'm gonna use my initials first that would be easier because uh, I, I, also, I, I do do apparel and a lot of t-shirts and polos and stuff like that, but maybe I need to dip into lingerie. So <laughs> You should actually, because I love me, as I said, Midnight Design is a beautiful name. I don't know why, but I like that name. It's beautiful. So did you always wanted to be a designer, a creative person, or how did you get it started? And why did you took that path? Uh, what what got you started because i'm curious to understand you know um and people are curious to know actually how people create their own business and what get them there well some people change their minds and don't know what they want to do but i've always loved the arts um i love the the high school i went to had a very special art program in high school i took extra outside art classes um at the 
Maryland Art Institute. Um, and then I went to Syracuse, which has an incredible art program. And I knew I wanted to do communication design, but just in case I decided to do surface pattern design or illustration, I, there was like a world of other choices in the art fields. Um, I got an airbrush kit, you know, my parents, um, when I was really, really little and I was selling airbrush t-shirts to my swim team. I was on swim, you know, in, I don't know if it was in middle school or high school. I was very young and everything. Mm -hmm. And my family, it's also partially, well, my family's artistic. Some, some, some artists, some got the art gene, some did it. And then also they're all, um, a lot of them are entrepreneurs. They own restaurants okay. and their own business. So between the entrepreneur business gene was in my family. And some of my family also had the artist gene. And I guess I got both because a nice. lot of times, you know, what people are surprised about me is a lot of artists don't have the business or sales sense nope. as well. Nope, so, they don't. And it's nothing against someone who's just purely artistic. And, yes. and there's artists that can do stuff that I can't do. So I admire all types of artists. But that is one thing that makes me unique and kind of combine the marketing side of things with the artistic side of things. Well, you know, um, when you're a very creative person, I think the hardest part is business-wise because the only thing they see is their arts. They don't know how to price it. They don't know how to promote themselves. They, they're just creators. Like you said, they're innovators, creators. But you are left and right brain, which is awesome. Um, so you had a family. Uh, you, you were the lucky one to get both in your little basket. <laughs> I'm the creative. I am the business-wise. So it's awesome. So would you always, if you, when you were younger, did you ever thought you would own your own business or did you thought you would be able to go somewhere and create and be, you know, for a company or did you ever thought that, eh, you know, I'm going to go and I will have my business one day? No, I think since a lot of people in my family own their own businesses, I kind of just knew I wanted, um, there's two things I do, even with my business, I like the team environment. I'm a very team um, based person. So um, you know, you're not alone on an island, but I always knew I wanted to have an awesome creative team, but I always knew I wanted to own my own company. Oh, that's no, that's awesome. So, so you started basically, uh, where you need to start, where we always said at the bottom of the ladder, like everybody else says they should, because that's a great experience. And, um, that's that opportunity started just after you were down uh, in, um, in in a school, um, or did you start it while you were at school? Did you start? Did you have any side jobs that got you there, or did you just finish your school and went directly to the first uh, company uh, where you started at Exium Communication? Um, my Syracuse was very grueling. It was not mm -hmm. easy. Uh, it's not an easy program. They were actually thinking about making it into a five-year program in communication design instead of four years when I was there because it was so difficult. So, um, I mean, I did a little freelance, but nothing really, and I did internships and stuff. And um, I now train interns who get eight years of college credit. So I think internships are really, really good. So I really just took advantage of the internships when I was in college. Yep. Um, I knew I needed to get agency experience. So like mm -hmm. I said, I worked for an ad agency. And um, another really good thing when people are starting out is I, I'm a strong believer in the SBA, Small Business Administration. So 
I got it. They have a program called SCORE and I got a mentor and I actually got a business loan. And when I'm starting to do things in the evenings and everything, and I worked for the ad agencies for several years, you know, like, and then I had, and I left on good terms. I said, you know, I really want to do this on my own. I got an SBA loan and which is a task in itself. People don't believe in having a business plan and everything, but it's really good to have a business plan because even though I did everything right, I think it's good to talk about failures. So one of my failures was my company started out Midnight Design Incorporated and um, I did not squander my loan money, but I was running my business as a big agency, but I didn't have big agency clients. So um, that's when I went back into the real world and I worked for real estate brokerages and um, I had my son. So I wanted to stay. I say the real job, a steady job. And, um, you know, that's what people, that's what people would say, actually, when you get your own business, they're like, no, you want a real job. It's like, but I own the business. So I have a real job to start with. <laughs> I know. And so what you said is very common to hear mm-hmm. it. Right. But it's, it's so don't feel bad about it because most people think that way. Yeah. So I, and then I was in the real estate brokerages for a while and then I got um, laid off from a couple of jobs just for financial reasons because the economy wasn't Mm -hmm. good. The first thing they lay off is the marketing department. And then once you own your own company for several years, it's very difficult for people to hire you. It's also very difficult because people want to hire you if you know one thing. And I knew this broad spectrum of stuff. So then I moved uh, seven years ago from Maryland to Delaware. And I'm like, no one's going to hire me. I'll just start this all up again. I mean, I've always been freelancing and moonlighting, midnighting, and evening, <laughs> but um, I will, I closed down the incorporation and in Delaware, in tax-free Delaware, the Midnight Design and Promos LLC. And I ran the business much more frugally and, um, you know, just, I just learned a lot of lessons. And um, so on a bootstrap budget and everything, just doing things differently. And, and now even with COVID hitting and everything, I was able to pivot, you know, all the, you know, the t-shirts, oh, we need to do masks, you know, um, at the time. And then social media marketing, I really, I still do everything. I do direct mail and all the whole spectrums, websites and stuff. But uh, yeah, my social media is just exploding. I have a platform, um, digital holiday products and stuff. So you just learn from your failures. So it wasn't a huge failure, but yeah, like it's like, that's why my, my company has changed. You gotta be able to pivot in life. Well, that's good. Uh, it's, it seems like you learned a lot. So through the years, you work with agencies and other things like that. So you got and you, you had more uh, traction and learned more stuff. But when you decide to get your own, you know, you get, like I call it, the little toolbox. Right. Then you get your skill set, you get everything. But how did you get to your clients? Because you mentioned that uh, the agent, some agencies gave you some smaller clients to start with. So how did you start it and how did you get everything you needed when you started all of that? Or did you have to improvise or what did you, um, what did you have to do um, 
for yourself to make yourself more, you know, like the clients coming in, did they knew you were brand new uh, business well, or not? I mean, I do awesome marketing for my clients and the, the story, the shoemaker's uh, story where the shoemaker has holes in his own shoes. I have to say my marketing is now I'm finally dedicating time to my company and self and it's getting better. But my marketing, I've never really paid for marketing. It's all been word of mouth. And another thing, mindset thing I had to get over was I always thought I was uh, not as successful because I didn't have a zillion clients, but it has occurred to me in like the last year that is like, wow, the clients that I do have, I've had for 10 to 20 years. Not too many people can say that. And, it, nope. and because I do so many things, you know, I might start with a person and they just want a logo and then that logo goes to business cards and then it goes to websites and then it goes to social media marketing. And, oh, I also need polos and apparel. And then they just call me up for like whatever they need. And I do everything for them and their long-term clients. So I honestly, you know, can do recommend lots of great marketing, but personally, through the ups and the downs and everything I've just collected. And that's the thing, like even the, when I was in the real estate um, brokerages, when I left places, I also kept clients and everything. So like people followed me and people referred me to other people. So just from, you know, some people also don't think they're successful, um, you know, because, and I'm one of them too, because <laughs> you don't have like the cash flow or you don't have like, you know, have a lot of money, but if you can just stay standing, if you can stay in business and longevity and stability means so much. And really you're going to get clients and you're going to get people through that. And, uh, I just have a new client uh, that I'm working on right now, but actually I met this man, like, uh, maybe 12 years ago <laughs> through another job. Like I used to do trade shows in Vegas and everything um, for an appraisal company. And I was, you know, instrumental in, you know, doing the marketing and working the event. So I haven't talked to him in 12 years and now he's back and he's like, I need, you know, some help. So yeah, word of mouth. I know it's not an exciting answer. Like, like, you know, Oh, this, SEO, the buzzwords, SEO, social media, you know, Google ads, you know, but my success has been really being stable, consistent, and treating quality to my clients over the years. But that's good because it's always a good sign when you have somebody who you did something or work for them 12 years ago coming back and just ask for more. To me, it's a compliment because it really shows that you had left them with a positive impact and they would be customer for life. Well, he was even my customer. He just was at the event. He remembered me at the event. He's like, Christy, oh, well, that's even better. See, here we go. So people, <laughs> if people remember you 12 years down the road for a specific event too, here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. I love the fact that people can remember you 12 years later and figure out your name and just said, okay, I need to talk to her because he was impressed by what you have done 12 years ago, which you know how the skills mature and become better and better as like wine aging well. Some don't, but <laughs> most of it do. Then guess what? You would be more and, and more impressed at the end of the day. 
And I like that I have a variety of clients from real estate to healthcare, but like I even have um, rappers and this one, one rapper, like, like he remembers my last name. He's always like Kadensky, like nobody calls me Kadensky, but he goes Kadensky. So I'm, I'm very surprised that people remember me and what they remember. That's good. That's so. awesome. So it's leaving a, a print or a footprint that that's very helpful. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very appreciable to have um to have that going on so no that's awesome so you have been doing this for a very long time you're basically a veteran in your own field and what has been the most challenging part because we talked about the financial part of it and being stricter and not thinking like you said you're not a billion dollar agency when you're starting but you have to be really cautious on how you're spending your money um what other challenges have you found through the years that really make you think twice um, about the business you're running? Um, well, anyone who thinks that you run your own business, like I keep saying it's my goal to work nine to five, five days a week, which I don't like, you know, you work more and everything, but like keeping the anxiety in check, finding the balance. Um, and in marketing, I just find out like I can project uh such a pretty picture which is also like this is the problem with society and instagram you know like everyone's happy and everything's great you know <laughs> on instagram but or anywhere but that's not the way it is so it's really but working on the inner and which is what i've been really working on for the last six months actually really working on my inner self my inner peace my inner happiness and I'm already finding more success by, I mean, I'm still working hard, but it's like, it's just a different way of working. You, you really got to prioritize things and, and keeping that anxiety in check and working on yourself. You're going to actually, I like the story someone said of a, a guy sawing, he had a saw like a whole, like 10 trees. And the other guy stopped and he like worked on the blade and he's like, no, you can't stop. You can't stop. You can't stop. But the guy that like resharpened his blade actually got the job done faster. So sometimes we just need to step back and sharpen our blade and sharpening our blade, you know, might be, I live near the beach, you know, like might be like going to the beach and just, you know, got to get some sunshine and everything. I'm on the computer way too much. I just recently, I represent a lot of um, brands and labels. Every, you know, a lot of people, everybody wants to have their own brand. So one of the brands I promote is Honest Eight or Family First. And I'm like, label me a threat. And I'm like, I started, I'm like, I can wear their stuff and go out. Like, I'm like, admire, I'm not a videographer, but I'm like admiring these videographers and their YouTube channels. And, you know, that is not my realm, but I can do a little bit of it. So I've been going out and I've been like promoting their apparel and their brand. But it, I mean, yes, I'm doing it for them, but it's more for doing it for me because I have to get away from the computer. Like this is an excuse, you know, I got it. Honest Eight has um, an eight ball on it. I'm like, I got to go to a pool hall. I got to take a picture mm -hmm. of me in my shirt. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not so much for him. It's for me to mm -hmm. get out and I'm still I do do a lot of that I mix work I can't get away from work I am a workaholic and I'm really trying to break it but mix pleasure and work so 
Exactly. I think, you know, I, I like the, the way you touched that point, because a lot of people don't understand, unless you're a business owner, that eight to five, Monday through Friday, great when you work in corporate, but that doesn't happen in retails. And a business owner, it's your baby. It's 24-7. Yes. And you want it or not, it's 24-7. Yeah. Like you said, you found a way to mix fun with work, which is nice. I spend my time 10 hours on the front of my computer every day. I cannot help myself, actually. (laughs) And so I understand, but I think there is a perspective that, you know, even if you get the best crew ever, you still will think about work. It doesn't uh, matter where you are, what you do. It's your business. And no matter what, you're always going to have your thoughts in there. So it's a matter of knowing how to balance it how to bring Mm. that balance because yeah, we're extreme. (laughs) And then that's the other struggle is that jumping point um, from a single freelancer to a team. And I'm like, by far, I'm not like a 20 person company or anything, but I have like contractors and everything. And with this whole, it's great having this virtual um, environment, but it also has its communication issues and timeline issues. So doing that jump from doing everything and having a a good team and the checks and balances to be able to rely on people and still get stuff done in a virtual environment where everyone's in their own homes and everything. Um, So I would guess that would be another, you're like, what's another issue? So uh, one, the jump, you know, from doing it all yourself and releasing control and having the people you can count on. And, and also the cash flow issues with that as well. And then also the issue of working in a vir- virtual environment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's not that easy, but it's finding everything. It's, it's very well because it's very well. That doesn't make any sense. What I just said, it's a very well challenged when it comes down to, like you said, you get people who are contractors. So everybody speak a different language. You have to learn to, for everybody to see and understand what you're saying, because whatever right. we say can be interpreted a different way by everybody. So speaking the same quote unquote language, so we understand each other can be challenging, but I liked it in one way because it forced us to improve our communication level. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's the, one of the biggest challenge we got is the communication level. We can we can do great things. We can be artsy. We can do great, fantastic things. But if we, the communication is always something we have to work on. So that yeah. is fantastic. Um, so finding uh, uh, the life and balance for you, but uh, any exciting project you have done, then you're just like, oh my God, I would never thought I would have uh, done that. Do you ever had any of those projects I came across? It's like, holy crap, I, I thought about doing this and man, I'm doing it right now. Well, I did a soft launch, so but it's out there and I'm putting the finishing touches on it. But this holiday project, um, I did these, I did this, you won't be able to see it. I do Christmas presents every year and I was doing the social media. So I did a print calendar cool. and the print calendar that this was my Christmas present last year. It has all these holidays that are from, you know, Christmas and Easter 
to Margarita Day and Give a Hug Day and tell a, joke, and tell a Joke Day. By day. Yeah, is, there's, a <laughs> day for, there's a day for everything and there's a lot of food days. Croissant Day, there's, there's a lot. Um, so um, if you get my, uh, what I originally was thinking is I, it's like, it's also interesting how things evolved. I was like, what will make my uh, platform different, which just makes it easy to uh, post social media everywhere and everything. I was like, well, you can get these holidays for free. And then I was like, I never done digital products. And I'm like, you know, a lot of time and effort, actually been the holidays, I've been working on it for like two years now. And I was mm-hmm. like, I could do these. Everyone's like selling these templates, you know, and I'm like, I can just sell the holidays itself because that's a lot of work right there. So if someone wants, it's 240 plus holidays. But then also about that personal part, this is how it all like comes together. I was just thinking about like, why are holidays so important? And my family yeah. was just very close growing up. And we had some made up holidays, like right in November, we had tree chopping day, but tree chopping day, we used to chop down our own Christmas tree, but we also celebrated my grandfather and my cousin, Brian, my sister and mine, all of our birthdays were around the same time. So it was like a combined birthday party, tree chopping day. So it just makes me realize like how holidays and and also being a workaholic, Sometimes I just need Margarita Day to say, stop, Kristen, and yep. have a margarita, you know? <laughs> and that's a good enough reason because I do not drink a glass of wine. I'm not that type of person. I'm not holding it against you, but I don't drink a glass of wine every day. You know, sometimes I need something like a holiday to say, stop, you know, have a margarita or, exactly. you know, stop and, you know, get with your friends. Yep. And, you know, someone told me once, like, fourth of july like haven't you seen fireworks before i'm like it's not about the fireworks it's about spending time with your friends uh-huh. and everything yeah. while watching the fireworks so i've realized that so this holiday thing has become like my sentimental pet project you know like is it making me a million dollars no but i really am in love with it uh-huh. <laughs> and i also like positive quotes. So I have my plan for this year's holiday gift. It will not be a calendar. It'll be something else, but I do motivational Monday social posts. And I'm like, Hmm, I can turn these positive quotes into something. I don't want to reveal my holiday gift, but, um, that's what's fun. That's what's fun about promotional items. You know, like it's more than just pens and koozies. Like there's a lot that you can do and you can find an interesting promotional product for what you're trying to communicate or do so well no i like the i like the spirit i like the idea and you know there were over 200 holidays and we can celebrate them like man i need to catch us on some of them (laughs) (laughs) seriously i need to know plus you're saying a lot of food i'm in (laughs) to see what they got they got pancake day they got really they got pie day. <laughs> okay, pie day. It's okay. For 20, 20 plus years, I missed pie day until last year, right? Earlier this year. There's cheesecake I missed day. pie day for, I know, but I missed it. Oh, yeah, it's uh, 3.14, but it's still, I'm like, I always missed it. I have no idea why. So this year I did not, which was good. So I got a pie. It was so happy Skippy. I was like, yeah, I got a pie. <laughs> I learned afterwards there was cookie days. I'm like, cookies? I'm like, Really? when do you get those i'm like are you serious cookie days and there is cheesecake day. i'm like okay 
But I don't know. I don't follow up. But I think I'm going to check your calendar because I want to know <laughs> if it's all dessert or is it a full dish or it's a full dinner. I no, don't there, know. There's, there's coloring book day. I mean, there's, right. Dr. there's Dr. Seuss day and that's for reading. Nice. Um, there's, and there's a lot of health ones, you know, um, breast cancer awareness and doctor day. So, I mean, there's lots of fitness ones. I mean, there's, yep. a, there's a million holidays, but that's awesome. And, and that's like also it. on the marketing side, it's really good because you really shouldn't just, some people just want to do sales, 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 and you yep. have your sales campaign with your call to action and your landing page, but like to retain people and to get people's attention. Sometimes you just need to post some fun stuff. You need to post personal stuff. You know, it's, it's all about balance and it shouldn't all be like 50% off. You know? <laughs> exactly. Well, first of all, yeah, and you don't do discount people. You do bundling. Don't discount. Mm -hmm. By the way, that's the worst sale technique you can do. I teach that. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about sales forever, people. But no, <laughs> you do not do discount. But no, but I like the fact that you use a creative way to do something different. Uh, and that really attracts people. It's a, like we said, it's not about selling it. It's just show the customer, the prospect, what you can do without giving them a sales pitch. I don't like sales pitch because if you start right. a sales pitch and you walk away. Uh, it happened that on uh, some networking and stuff like that, I do people come up with their sales pitch and I wanted to meet somebody else that's on the side of an event. And he just came up with a bunch of uh, I was a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, that wasn't the point here. The point was just to connect between two individuals, see what we could do. But I didn't want it to have a full sales pitch, which to me was like, no, that's not the point. So if we remove the sales, you know, uh, a part of it and just explain what people you're doing, what are, you know, what, what you're proposing to people. I think people are more inclined to be open and just said, okay, that, that interests me because she has something that I need, like a website mm -hmm. or a, a marketing campaign or whatever you can propose. And then just give them a pitch where it's just like, oh, here's another one. I don't want to listen to it after a minute. I'm not interested. And I've been just recently doing an extreme amount of networking, which is how I met you. Yes, I know. <laughs> and, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you just have to, you know, with the whole anxiety issue is like sometimes let go of control and put faith in the universe because the, the jobs that are meant to work out. And I feel, cause I feel bad, like trying to set all these appointments, but then I also have to do the work as well. And it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm gonna miss somebody or miss an opportunity, but you know, if an opportunity is missed, it's okay. You know, you've got to always remember to pat yourself on the back. I'm telling you these things, because these are the things I've just recently learned. Like I- Well, this not, is good. I mean, I have not given myself enough grace or pat myself on the back yeah. or just like leave it up yeah. to the universe. Like yep. what is meant to work out is going to work out. I will get, you know, more staff to handle more business and I'll be able to network and get even more people and more clients that I want, but there's no rush. It's all going to happen when it's meant to happen. And the Absolutely. universe doesn't give you anything you can't handle. So. Absolutely. But uh, I love what you said, because I have a vision board. I can see it from where I'm sitting. I'm, in, I'm back in my office for today. So I can see across from the, on the wall, uh, my vision book, basically. I normally used to do groceries list, but there is one part of it too. 
and the center of the vision board is the universe. You have to relinquish the control because, uh, and I teach that too, actually, on wisdom. <laughs> Talking about relinquish control because you have to let the universe play his part. Otherwise, if you try to control and be worried, then you're sending worried into the world where you're not getting the clients because because now you're sending you know a negative energy that will block the flow of bringing you the right people and the right prospect the right clients so you have to have faith which is the hardest part and let go and relinquish the control yeah it's the and hard part an, another tip i mean i recently got a business coach and i'm learning about myself i already knew i was controlling which is why these are things that are important to me and mm -hmm. to relinquish control and stuff mm -hmm. but really diving deeper into that and like finding out about these things about yourself and everything which is going to make you a better entrepreneur make you a better leader and everything and so well, it's, especially when you're working with other people and you own the business it's your baby however right. you have to learn to have a little faith on people and not try to control over them, let them use their skills, what they got the best to help you. And that's the hardest part for most business owners because you want things done a certain way, right? Because you think you know better. You know better to a certain extent. However, when it's on you, it's fine. But when there is more people coming towards you who are the right people, you don't want to chase them away because it's the way, my way on the highway. That should not be there. But I think it's a very good thing to hear from you saying that because it's a waking, a wake up call as well for people to realize that I need to let go of this. Let that person do the way they're doing it. It's not my way, but there is something I can learn from it. And if it suits and make them successful for me and my company, so be it. But that's hard. Yeah. very hard so yeah. i'm glad to hear about the you get a business coach and you come to some very great realization and great ah oh, moment uh for you to help you to grow and your company to grow as well because at the end of the day you grow with your company so right. it's up to you to decide which direction you're going to take for your uh, for your company at the end of the day you're the one in the driver's seats right but you need to keep an open mind so good things happen for a good reason and that helps you to elevate who you are and your company. So that's awesome. That's great. I think those are great insights. See, that's why I wanted to talk to you because there is great insights you can share to people and whomever is going to be listening to you around the world is going to realize that, hey, if I want to start something or I'm doing it, I may be too controlling, then I need to leave, you know, remove one finger. Start with one finger. Don't say take all of your hands off because that will last for five seconds. <laughs> Right, right. But just start to loosen it up a little bit and see how it's going to go and have faith in there because it's, right. it's a, you know, you grow with your business. It's how, it's how it's done. So I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. So what are the great projects? So what, what else do you have in mind you're going to, you want to do for you and your company? Well, this, I, I mentioned the team. I'm just like really trying to build this team. You know, I do want to take on more work, you know, but finding the right people and having that quality and everything. So, you know, things are so much easier said than done. <laughs> so I know it's it just takes it. time and it's a yeah. process. So, yes, it is. you know, and, and it's, it's coming together. So yeah. um, that's, that's basically like everything I'm, everything that I'm doing tenfold 
I just want to like do more of it. You know, I, I never, I have no dream of retirement at all. Like I just, I think you know, I want to take think... vacations and enjoy life, but like, I love what I do and I will be yeah. working forever. I have this dream of finding my second in command, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like okay. a Star Trek, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. number one, number two. So, so that I can, you know, have relinquish a little more control and everything, but besides yes, that, yeah. Yeah. But here's the deal. What I love what you said is as a business owner as well, I'm not planning on retiring anytime soon. I mean, I love what I do. So, and yeah. you will see all of the business owners who will work until their last breath because it's fun. At the end of the day, even if it's challenging, some days it's like, holy moly, no way. It's rewarding at the end of the day because it's who we are and it really shows our maturity and the fun of it. It's not only, you know, you're running your own business, it's work, it's who we are. It's a creation of our own self, a reflection of our own self. So I believe that, you know, why would I stop when I can have so much fun? I can have people doing it more stuff and more stuff. I don't care. I still being part of it. It's still challenging us. It keeps us young. It keeps us challenge i think i love it so i like the philosophy that philosophy yeah for sure i don't know we'll work like all like people we cannot help it <laughs> so anything exciting for you coming up or any big projects or anything like that well speaking of the universe um yeah. i have a client slash partner of mine i also um, team up with other agencies as well and um, I'm being flown out to Vancouver, uh, Washington, just for a jazz and wine festival. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. That's what I love about my job. So I never know what I told you, like in the past, I used to go to Vegas all the time for work. So I've never been to Washington. So uh, state, Washington State, because I'm near Washington, D.C. Been near to nice. Washington, D.C. a lot, but <laughs> I've not been to Washington State. So um, you know, and that's another question where everyone's like, we're in a society a lot and a lot of people teach it. You have to have a niche and like, you're going to do better. I love this one. Like if you go on Amazon and you see what the top rated people are and like, if it's cats and you want to do cats, make your niche, just cats, you know? And, mm -hmm. um, I, and, and some people, if you make a lot of money doing that, that's great. But I just believe I like the versatility I like having all the different kind of clients that I have and um you know I do I, I help out with a pro world um RV yeah. client and all of a sudden now I want a uh what is it model class B RV I only learned about this but I was like it's basically van life because I don't want a big RV but the only reason I got into this is I'm starting to do all this social media <laughs> about places to go in RVs and I'm like man Here's another thing to put on my dream board because I was like, you know what? You could even do that. You can even take your business on the on the road. I know well, that's what I was thinking. That. That's that's what somebody, I know somebody who's doing it actually, who basically has a van and she travels and she do a lot of things. And it's all on the road. Yeah, I, that's where I, I like multifunctional stuff. I'm like uh -huh. all into that. When I had a kid and I was like. It's a crib to a bed to everything baby wise had to have yep. three functions. So I love this idea of, you know, the van. I mean, the bathroom is really, really bad in it. I would use other bathrooms, but if there was an emergency, I have the option, but it already has a tiny stove, a tiny 
sink, a tiny microwave. I'm like, I got power, I got AC. I'm, I got tables and a bed already in there. And the ones that I liked, um, the roof pops up and you can have a tent bed on top of it. I'm like, I can take my son. I'm like, I'm there. I'm, I'm everything. So they only cost like $80,000, $90,000. But we'll get to that point. It's on the dream board. But how did I even come up with this dream? It was from a client of mine and everything. And that's what I really like, like learning about all these different aspects of life and things and servicing all these different types of people. Yeah, no, I love it. I think I love that and the mobility and, you know, technology wise, we're extremely advanced. So for me, it's like, yeah, we, you know, you can do it from an RV, from anywhere you want it, uh, even a van, even your own car. So yeah, why, why not putting yourself mobile? Because in the same times, like you said, you can go to different places that you now are looking at. It's like, holy moly, I can do that. And enjoy the outer, the outside where you are, your outer condition where you are. It's like, yeah, I can work under stress. I don't care. I'm my feet are on the beach right now. I'm enjoying it. Or, hey, I'm in a, in a mountain over there somewhere else. I'm enjoying a cool day. I love it. That to me would be the dream job. It's like, okay, I'm going to go drive 500 miles somewhere else. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to go to work and uh, or mobile. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, that so, is like being a nomad. I, I'm not there yet, but and and I also am a very home based person, so I, it would be a little mix of everything. So I like having my home base office and everything. But yeah, if I could go mobile, if I could go and say to clients that are because I do have clients all across the United States. Yeah, I can meet yeah. you in four days. <laughs> yes, I know. And just drive one down and everything. So, yeah, no, but no, but I love it. And we because, as I said, technology wise, we can do so much more now. We don't need to be hooked up to anything specific, like, okay, you need a phone line and you cannot move. Now everything is mobile. So, you know, you can still have a mobile Wi Fi, I call it a Fifi, uh, uh, but there is a lot of possibilities. So, yeah, traveling could be an awesome thing to do, actually. Could be fun. You could document (laughs) that too, as well. And I also I also do car wraps and everything and you know truck wraps. So oh. all these RVs aren't you know they're just plain. You know, of course mine's got to be wrapped. I'm like that's part of the dream. I gotta like put this cool midnight wrap on it and everything. So yeah, so uh, it's a it's a mobile billboard as well. So yeah, I, gotta, I know. See I here we go. Planned out. See here we go, and you can go somewhere and change the wrap too, so you can adapt. You put temporarily one on a car, and you or the van or wherever, whatever you're utilizing to drive with, and you can uh, travel, and you're fine. I love it. I, it's like a changing my mood today. I'm going to go with that wrap. Maybe next week we'll switch. Maybe next month we'll switch. You could have even sponsorship on this one. So for an entire month, I could do this. And get a company pay you for that. I love it. See, we got good ideas here. Ooh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you better to jump in those because somebody's gonna take it over and it's gonna be like, oh crap, we talked about that. Somebody is now doing it. But I love it. So where and how people can find you? Because now we have a great conversation. We're at the top of the hour. We're almost done to record. Now, where are people can find the best place? I have lots of websites for lots of different reasons, but midnightdesign.net. And it's a the homepage is not that exciting besides the picture of the beach. It's a all my services, um, which are many, are there, which can take you 
to midnightsocial.media, which can take you to midnightonline.net, midnightpromos.net. But mm -hmm. all you need to know is midnightdesign.net will take you everywhere. If you want to know about those holiday products, midnightdesign.net, click on the get social or slash get social. Those are the digital products. Um, but yeah, to keep it simple, midnightdesign.net. Another thing I struggled with for years was like, oh my gosh, I feel like a schizophrenic. I got so much going on. And I just love my, it's simple, my midnightdesign.net yeah. homepage. Like it's just a list of stuff, but it's organized and you can see all the different divisions in my company and all the different stuff that I do because I have midnight promos net because there's over a hundred thousand promotional products. I can't like, it's just too much. You know, I have um, ocdapparel.com that does the, you know, apparel side because there's so much different apparel stuff. So I have midnightsocial.media because there's like, they're all their own little worlds, yep. but all the worlds come together at midnightdesign.net. <laughs> and let's say we're exactly where we need people to be there otherwise they're going to get lost in the middle and they're not going to understand everything and they can talk to you directly over there there is a contact everything is there so yeah. but it was a pleasure speaking with you person we still need to uh keep top of what you're doing because if you do the rv and the traveling and stuff like that i want to know because those are great um i'll be selling lingerie out of my rv oh my god that would be awesome put two ideas together <laughs> You better to be like Victoria's Secret style, you know, because Fredericks of Hollywood, their quality were not that great at the time. And that was like several years ago. Then I looked at it. I was like, oh, this is bad. The name is good, but the, the lingerie wasn't that great. The, the, uh, the texture wasn't, the quality wasn't as top of the line that you would love or something with like looking at it once I said, okay. I will not wash it. I'm afraid it's going to disintegrate into the fabric itself, not the design. The fabric will disappear into the washer and you end up with nothing. It's like, oh, no, we don't. We want quality. So if you do that, I can see very, um, you know, very sexy, very nice uh, line of uh, lingerie for any ladies, actually, any shape. I only keep bringing this up. We talked prior to this and you're like, I like that idea. You were so yeah. hot with it. So I... I never really thought of it, but I, I am. who knows? You I meet am. people for reasons and things come to you for reasons. <laughs> Actually, yes. Uh, I would say, uh, to be honest with you, it would be a very nice, uh, if it's a very nice sleek design and the quality of the fabric is good, that would be a success. I'm telling you right now, I'm like, yeah, I'm going buying it. <laughs> Let me know where you are with your RV. I will drove and get some. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> come, to you you. I'll, I'll come to good. you. I'll come to you. All right. Do that in the summer, not the winter, because in Minnesota, it's not that pleasant in the winter. But yeah, I would love it. I'm telling you, it would be, I like the, the name. The name is beautiful. I don't know. It, thank there you is so something much. in that Nate, in that name, Nate, in that name. So, but no, thank you so, so much for being part of the podcast today. And as I said, we'll keep tap on you and see how you're doing. So I might be uh, contacting you and say before your end, I have a little episode with you to see how you, you're doing and what, are, what else coming up. And we hopefully have the lingerie line maybe designed. I'm telling you, I don't know why I'm still bringing it up. There is something <laughs> there. <so laughs> if you want some design, just let me know. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> you, some, <laughs> you know, why not? I like I like that. It's a very uh, I don't know. It feels like luxury, uh, smooth, sensual uh, uh, name that would be very nice. Very mystery, you know. Midnight design. It's very mystery, mystical. I don't know. I would use it. <laughs> that would be me, but that's not me. I don't own that name, so no, I won't. Just a suggestion. I'm sure a lot of people will say exactly Emma. <laughs> the name. So Christine, it's probably something you need to put on your bucket, actually, bucket list when you get the time. That would be awesome. So, but no, thank you so much. Uh, do you want to give one more advice for anyone? Um, just don't give up in? and you know, like longevity, you know, don't let how much money in, is in your account make you feel successful or, you know. There, there's just so many other things behind success so just hang in there and don't give up and as long as you can stay as long as you can stay in business it it goes up and down like a roller coaster i'm a roller coaster fanatic so yeah and you have and i love the saying feast or famine and people are like oh, why are you still working so hard because you know even during the feast there's going to be a famine and there's something's going to happen and it's going to be mm -hmm. really slow and really bad yeah. And you just got to know that when it's really slow and really bad, keep working because a lot of times that's what, you know, all of a sudden a great idea or something you do great. And then all of a sudden you're back up again. So just exactly. don't give up. Yeah. And, you know, you can always take another job on the side if it's needed. Like we said, think outside of the box, but don't give up your baby. It's, it's worth the pain, the stress, the joy it's yes. worth it so all yes. of it is worth it we all go through it at one point of time or not or several times but it's worth it to keep it ongoing i agree so thank you so much have a good rest of the day bye thanks for having me bye emma's universe podcast